Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to On the Ball with Rick Buecher. Here's your host. Let's send it over to Rick Buecher. Rick Buecher. This is On the Ball on the United Wecast Network, and I am Rick Buecher. You can see me on FS1, hear me on Fox Sports Radio, and you can read me on the Fox Sports app and at foxsports.com. You can also follow me on both Twitter and Instagram at Rick Buecher. In a lot of places, but there's only one place you can hear me talking about story angles and perspectives that you are not likely to find anywhere else, primarily but not exclusively involving the NBA, and that is here. I had a revelation the other day, one most of you probably had long ago. I suppose I knew this on some level, but somehow it hit home in a way that finally gave me peace. Maybe it's because my job for many, many years was to follow a clear line of impartiality, to report news without fear or favor, or at least present my reporting that way. I've now come to believe that we all have inherent biases and that my job, or anyone's job in the media, really is to acknowledge those biases and minimize their impact on what we write or say, while knowing that we all are shaped by our experiences and not all our experiences are the same. No one was espousing that idea or view when I came into the business. It was impressed upon you that the priority was to be objective at all costs, or at least appear to be. Of course, this sometimes required painful allowance for facts, views, or comments that you would have very good reason to question were actually true. We see it today with the news organizations that pride themselves on the same ideal still. They bend over backwards to see the other side or both sides of an issue the same, even if it is not warranted based on the evidence. This is where principle overrides common sense. I've always believed in trying to give both sides of any story, but to try to give them equally, as if they both have equal merit, is a different thing. With my upbringing in the business in mind, though, you can see why someone calling me a hater or a homer, at least initially, was a slap to the face. I took it as a legitimate reaction to my work rather than an easy insult. It wasn't until I actually interacted with some of the people who called me one of those things and had them concede they were just mad in the moment or 
they actually really respected my work and were just taking a shot at me, that it dawned on me that, oh, they don't really mean it. They're just being mean or emotional. Now, that wasn't the revelation. On some level, the accusation still grated on me, still made me want to say, bleep you, even if it was to myself under my breath, as I stared at my computer screen, hit the mute button, and kept it moving. It wasn't until I came to understand that if someone reacts to something I've said or written about a certain player or team with you're a homer or hater, it's because they have nothing to contradict or prove wrong whatever I've said or written. They're defenseless. It's the only response they have and not something that I should be getting mad about. All of which brings me to today's topic, which is a look at Tom Brady and LeBron James in light of the indications that Brady plans to retire after completing his 22nd season, but short of previously stated goal of playing at least at 45 and believing he was capable of playing until he was 50. LeBron has talked about a similar goal as far as age, playing until he was 40 and thereby giving himself the chance to play with his son, Bronny. I've always seen Brady and LeBron as being very comparable, at least in terms of the reason for their success. Both are a testament to investing in their bodies, extending their physical primes, utilizing an acute understanding of the rules, adapting to them, and altering their skill set to exploit them. The longevity of both of them can be credited, in part, to changes in their sport, but it is still mind-blowing. Brady has benefited from rule changes that have practically made quarterbacks untouchable, or only touchable in very specific ways, as well as rules that have opened up the passing game like never before. LeBron, meanwhile, hit his 30s at a time when the NBA significantly reduced the physicality of the game as well. The league is younger than ever before, amplifying the value of his experience, and smaller than ever before, amplifying the value of his size and strength. None of that would matter if he weren't supremely skilled as well, but the combination of his talent with being the biggest and strongest player on the floor now has played right into his wheelhouse. I don't know if you've noticed, but skilled big men are dominating the league. Nikola Jokic, Joel Embiid, and Giannis Antetokounmpo are the top candidates for MVP right now. While age clearly has diminished Brady's overall abilities, he's still put up record-setting, league-leading numbers this past season in much the same way LeBron is shooting as well as he ever has and is in the mix for his second-ever scoring title, 15 years after his first one. I'm pretty confident in saying that that's never been done before. It's a crazy accomplishment. Just as Brady at 44 leading the NFL in touchdowns, total passing yards, and average passing yards per game is. But now, it appears as if Brady is planning to retire. Or at least that's what has been reported. Even though there is now uncertainty around those reports, uncertainty that I don't expect to be cleared up for at least another week or so, I believe that's simply because Brady doesn't want the announcement of his retirement preempted. Which... I completely understand. As someone whose job once included the task of breaking stories, there is certain news that I don't think should be erased to see who can get it first. 
and this is one of them. This is not the kind of story I would look to break or want to break unless it was with Brady's approval. If Brady wanted a certain reporter or outlet to break the news of his retirement, that's one thing. But it should be his choice. I believe he's earned that right. I have tremendous respect, if this is truly it for Brady, for him deciding to do it. What I wonder is if LeBron might decide to do the same. I would have immense respect for him if he did as well, because I see them as being in a very similar place in their careers. Neither has anything left to prove. Both have made their entire careers about maximizing their ability to do one thing win championships. Brady did it with the Patriots by consistently taking less than he was worth, providing the franchise with the means to spend their salary cap limited resources on stocking the team around him. When that ran its course, he jumped to a loaded Tampa Bay team, missing one key ingredient, a quality quarterback. LeBron has done it by changing franchises from Cleveland to Miami, back to Cleveland, and then out to LA and the Lakers, making certain that the franchise utilized its resources to build a team ideally suited for him to chase a championship. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Bronny is currently a high school junior. Aside from LeBron playing three more years, Bronny needs to show he's capable and deserving of being on an NBA court, which has not been established to this point. He's listed as 6'1", 180 pounds, and a combo guard. He'd have to make a pretty significant jump in size and or ability to be drafted as a go-to player, as a core player, which means he's more likely, again, if he makes the cut at all, to be a complementary player, which means he has to have one particularly outstanding skill. And as of right now, I don't know what that might be. It doesn't mean he can't develop one, and it's way too early to say we know what Bronny's ceiling is. But two years is what he has to fit his dad's timeline. This is what both shocks and impresses me if Brady decides to call it a career after this season. He would be doing so because he knows he can't lead a championship team anymore. He's good enough to be a part of one, but he can't be a genuine difference maker, the guy that elevates everyone else. We saw that against the Rams. The comeback he led was what we've come to expect from Brady in a high-stakes game except for two things. One, he was the reason they needed to make a comeback in the first place, short-arming all sorts of throws in the first half, no longer mobile enough to buy himself more time, and short of a receiver he could hit on a quick slant to do the heavy lifting. Anyone who would argue, well, he just needed more help, I'd wholeheartedly agree with you. And that's where Brady finds himself, needing help, sometimes a lot of it. This is not a sudden development. The Buccaneers were loaded with talent last year on both sides of the ball. 
Brady was a big reason. He attracted a good deal of it. But that doesn't change the fact that Tampa Bay's defense held Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs to three field goals in the Super Bowl. And while the offense hummed, the Bucks offense that is, look at the talent surrounding Brady. Leonard Fournette, Ronald Jones, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Antonio Brown, Rob Gronkowski. Brady wasn't Peyton Manning when he won his last Super Bowl with the Denver Broncos, a ride-along, but he was closer to that than the Tom Brady winning Super Bowls in New England, for sure. Compare last year's talent to what he had around him against the Rams this year. Adjust back from injury and still clearly not fully healthy Leonard Fournette, Mike Evans, and Gronk, along with an equally shorthanded defense. Let's be honest. It took the Rams screwing up to open the door to Brady and the Bucks, making it close with their second-half surge. A missed field goal, a fumble inside the Bucks' 10 that erased another easy score, a crazy bad snap. The thing is, no one would begrudge Brady if he kept playing. I certainly wouldn't. Not if he wanted to show how amazingly durable he is. If he wanted to keep adding to his record-setting career numbers, he'd still be the great Tom Brady. At 45, he'd still be a bonafide starting quarterback capable of getting a team to the playoffs. But to expect more than that would be unrealistic. And if he walked away now, he would be acknowledging that and saying that that is below his standard, his personal standard, that simply playing is not enough to sacrifice his time with his family, that his personal bar for sacrificing what he must to play is higher than that. He would be saying, I'm not here to be good. I'm not even here to be great. I'm here to be the best. LeBron James faces the same dilemma. He can't just be surrounded by good players anymore to contend for a title. He has those now. He needs Anthony Davis to be great. He needs Russell Westbrook to be at his best. Perhaps most of all, he needs players who can defend, a team that can win games at that end of the floor. Sort of like last year's team, which I think we now know was better than the team he has now. Yet, it still wasn't good enough to get anywhere close to a title either. And yes, injuries were a factor, as they were with the Buccaneers this year. But that is always part of the equation. If a team is truly championship caliber, injuries can hold them down for only so long. Case in point, Cavaliers losing to the Warriors when Kyrie Irving and Kevin Love went down. They kept it together, and the next year the tables returned, the Warriors being the ones with the injury issues and the Cavs coming out on top. If Brady is indeed retiring, it's because he knows the Bucks' shortcomings had to do with more than injuries. It also has to do with age and ability, specifically his. LeBron is in the same place. We'll see how this season turns out, but he can't realistically look at next year and think there's either room for improvement or a way to recast this roster. That's what they tried to do with the Westbrook trade, and they used just about every asset they had to do it. LeBron can put up impressive offensive numbers, he can move to center and still rebound well by spending a good part of every game in the paint. He can still amaze us with what he's able to do. But it comes with the same caveat as Brady. We have to mention his age. 
He's amazing for 37. That isn't how we referred to LeBron in the past, in his prime. We referred to him as simply amazing. I'm not sure why it's important to me to make clear how I feel about LeBron James the way I do. Maybe it goes back to what I was talking about at the beginning, about the Homer-hater thing. Maybe it's because I want to make it clear that I acknowledge and respect his greatness, the power that he wields, the way he transformed how great players think, how they use their influence on and off the court, his dedication to his craft. We've watched him grow up, but grow up he has. Where he loses me, as many of you well know by now, is that he tries so hard to make us believe things about him that don't fit with his actions. That for all of his greatness, all of his accolades, all of his accomplishments, he sometimes acts aggrieved or persecuted, or he makes declarations that are so clearly an attempt to bend reality to how he'd like it to be that he seems to have an image of himself he wants us to have, regardless of whether or not it aligns with what we see. In spite of everything he does that is great, his off-the-court philanthropy, his dedication to his craft, as I mentioned, his array of skills, his generosity toward teammates, he tries to convince us he hasn't done things that clearly he has and has done things that clearly he hasn't. He doesn't play hard every night, every game. But he's made that claim. He does cheat the game at times, though I believe it has helped his longevity. He does orchestrate who is on his team. He does get coaches fired. He doesn't always do his research before speaking out on issues outside of basketball. He does say things that are racially or culturally insensitive. All of which is okay, or at least understandable. We all make our mistakes. We all wish for do-overs. We all have regrets. No one's perfect. But for some reason, he wants us to think he is, or at least have us think he's not imperfect in the ways that his words and deeds clearly illustrate. I would get a kick out of seeing him play with Bronny, or at least try. Why the hell not? I look around the league, and when it comes to front offices and coaching staffs, there is nepotism galore. I also have no problem with him shifting his focus to scoring in order to surpass Karl Malone and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and lay claim to being the most prolific scorer in NBA history. I just wish he'd embrace it, the way Steph Curry embraced his desire to be the all-time three-point leader. No one begrudged Steph doing so. The slump he's in now and the potential that chasing that mark could undermine the Warriors' chances of winning another title is something we can revisit down the line. Just know that it is a possibility, much like a case could be made that the Warriors going for the all-time best regular season record of 73-9 and undoubtedly contributed to them falling short of a championship that year. Anytime the main thing isn't the main thing. The door is open to the main thing not being accomplished. I can't recall a team or a player say a championship was one of two goals or more and actually achieve it because inevitably they're going to run into someone who has only one goal, a championship. I just don't see how LeBron can say he wants to play until he's 40 in order to play with his son 
and be doing everything he possibly can to win a championship, this season or any other. Or that he wants to be the all-time scoring leader and win a championship. Maybe that's why he won't admit that he's playing to score right now. Because he knows that dichotomy doesn't work. But it, denying it doesn't change the fact that it's happening. Tom Brady recognized that. He can't play for championships. He could do the other things. Facing that reality is coming for LeBron, if it isn't here already. All right, that does it for this episode of On the Ball on the United Wecast Network. Please rate and review the show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. In the next episode, I'm thinking about finally addressing the Giannis Antetokounmpo dilemma or situation, if you will, and how I believe there are plenty of former players out there that don't understand why he's not the way the other superstars in the league that are most often compared to him are. Kevin Durant, LeBron James being the most obvious. I believe that's what we're going to get to in the next podcast. But as always, we shall see. In the meantime, thanks for listening. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.